Today on the podcast, we talk about personalities. How important is understanding yourself so you can understand your children? Next on the podcast. Let's do this. Welcome to the No Sitting on the Sideline Dad podcast, a podcast about a journey of discovery and conversations about not sitting on the sideline of life. Let's get involved. Here's host Joe Foley. Welcome to the podcast. Again. My name is Joe Foley. I want to say thank you for being here. I know it's a crazy busy adult in this world, man. We are busy, busy all the time. And if it's your first time, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. I know our time is limited. You know, believe me, I understand that. Choose you to depend on, choose to spend time listening. It means a lot. I'm not an expert. I'm on a journey just like you trying to figure this out one day at a time. And today's topic is about personalities. My guest today is Jamie Kirkbride. You know, wonder what your child's personality is. How can help you be a better parent? Or how do you know you know your personality for you can help your child? Because it's it's a really cool topic, really cool subject. And I'm, and Jamie brings a lot of information to share with us today. So let's jump right in. Taylor Bond has my guest, Jamie Kirkbride, a counselor, a mother of seven. We'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> the author, an author, a personality trainer. Welcome to the podcast, Jamie. Thank you for having me. I've been excited to be here. I'd like to start off with an interesting question, something a little bit know you about. You must have a lot of experience with different personalities. I mean, that's what we're going to talk about a little bit, um, but being a mother of seven, how do you do it? How, just how? Oh, man. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I have to have some special tricks up my sleeve. And probably the biggest one of those is understanding personalities. I think if I didn't have this information, um, Joe, I think I would think I was going nuts. <laughs> um, tell me a little bit about yourself. What, what, do, you, what do you do? What, what is your website about? You bet. I am actually a professional counselor. I'm a speaker. I have written a book called The Yuzu, which is a children's personality assessment. And I'm a personality trainer. I also do some parent coaching. So my website is called Parenting with Personality, and I offer an online course. I talk about my book there. I have a blog there, offer a lot of free resources, some parenting tips. Just a, I really hope for it to be a way that I can educate, support, and inspire parents. What is interesting, right? How do you how do you figure out a kid's personality? How how does that work? What is what what is the different kind of personalities? Oh, that is a great question. In fact, a lot of personalities I I think that extroverted kids tend to be able to be figured out earlier than the introverted personalities. I have a couple extroverted kids that I knew their personality when I was leaving the hospital. <laughs> Usually, you might be wondering, well, what would that look like? Usually, those are the little ones that are pretty insistent on what they want. They usually have loud cries. Um, they may not make a whole lot of noise until there is something specific that they want. And then they're very clear and don't relent until that happens. And again, that happens quite early. Other children's personalities don't tend to emerge more until maybe they become more verbal, till they start playing with other children, till they start learning to talk. So it's not that the personality all of a sudden is there. It just starts showing up more. So when we can identify those as parents, I think the key is that we can target in on that child's strengths, their personality strengths, their potential struggles, and most importantly, their emotional needs. 
It's um interesting. Um, what are the diff? Like you said first, when you mentioned about um introvert, how many different personalities are there? Well, in the system that I work with, there's probably over 200 personality systems overall. But in the system that I work with, we have four different styles, and a person is usually a combination of two. So if you were to imagine them kind of in a quadrant, that's the easiest way to work with it. And in say the top left corner, you would have the playful sanguine. And these children tend to be energetic, warm, um, enthusiastic, very eager, very curious. Across from that, on that top part of the quadrant, you would have the powerful choleric. And these kids tend to be multitaskers, even from a young age, they're competitive, they're natural born leaders, they like to organize people, whatever they do has real purpose and they're problem solvers. And then if you were to move down to the bottom right part of the quadrant, you would have the proper melancholics. And that doesn't mean that they're melancholy. It's just the terms that date clear back to the Greek terms. See, this is a system that's actually goes clear back in time to when the Greek philosophers thought that our personality was related to body fluids. <laughs> Thankfully, it's evolved. And so if we were talking about that lower white right quadrant, it would be the proper melancholic. And these kids tend to be more organized, analytical, scheduled, empathetic. And then the left quadrant would be the peaceful phlegmatic. And these kids tend to be real observers. They're consistent. They're supportive, flexible, dependable, patient. So you can see some of those strengths and how they're each different. And there's not one personality that's better than another. They're just different. So I would say that the top two quadrants tend to be the extroverts. The bottom two on this system tend to be the introverts. If you're talking about the left side, which would be the playful and and the peaceful, they tend to be more relationship focused. And if you're talking about the right side of that quadrant, you would have the powerful and the proper, and those tend to be more task focused. Well, it's interesting since you mentioned that we're just talking about personalities. How does that, how did, how did it work in your family with seven kids? You must, how did you, how does the personalities work with your family? How do you get them to work together? Oh, it's, it's key that we understand each other. And first of all, that we understand ourselves. I think that that personal insight to how we work, what makes us function, what comes easy for us, what maybe stretches us and grows us is very important. And honestly, Joe, from an early age, our kids have started talking about it in our home and understanding sibling differences based on personalities. Our kids range in age from four to 22. So, <laughs> so at times it feels like we have a seven ring circus going on. <laughs> and so it's it's been really important. You know, when my first child was born, he was very easy, very compliant, very organized. I could take him to lunch with a friend and we could sit there for two hours and visit. And he just kind of maintained himself. And I thought, wow, I, you know, I kind of have this mothering thing down. I'm a pretty good parent. I, I, I'm good at this. <laughs> and then baby two came and he was one that I knew his personality from the time we left the hospital. And all of a sudden, every day we would would go toe to toe with him trying to establish who the boss was and who was going to make the rules that day. And all of a sudden I thought, man, maybe I've lost some of my parenting skills. What's wrong with me? <laughs> 
then baby three came and he was totally colicky, uh, had horrible acid reflux and all he did was cry. And I thought, this child doesn't even want to be in our home. How am I ever going to parent this? <laughs> so, so if I didn't take the time to step back and understand each of their individual personalities, I truly would think that I was just kind of going crazy. But instead of doing the same thing for each child and then kind of wondering why it wasn't working out, I've had to tailor my approach to what works best for each child. And then the end result is much better. That's interesting. It's very interesting. What are they, is a parent's personality, like if they don't know their personality, is that it'd be difficult to parent the kids and connect with them? You know, I think it is harder if you don't have that understanding with yourself. In fact, when I teach my online course, we actually learn our personality first. And I think no matter how you learn it, like if you learn the system for children, you can kind of pick out where you might fall. But I think there's value in seeing some of these traits from an adult perspective, getting an idea of who you are, and then maybe understanding, okay, which of these personalities might be easiest for me to understand or to see in my own children. And chances are you're going to be able to identify, first of all, one that is similar to yours. And second of all, you're going to be able to identify one that is a direct opposite of yours because that child is going to be harder to understand. You're not going to think similarly. You're not going to have similar responses. And, you know, even just the things that you enjoy in life might be very opposite. So I think it is key in understanding yourself. I was wondering, I have a question though, and then have you given an example, maybe a, um, of a time you coach a, a parent and a child, maybe you can give me an example about figuring out the personalities? You bet. I have had parents before that tend to be very introverted. They're very systematic. They're very methodical in how they approach things. They want a lot of home time. They kind of regroup and refresh by being at home. And I had this parent with, that was saying, I just, I just can't understand my child. I don't get what's going on. They're constantly trying to seek my attention. They're acting out. They're being clowns all the time, being wacky. Um, you know, they aren't following the rules. I just, I don't know what to do because when I was a child, I just did what I was supposed to do. And I don't know how to understand this child of mine. And right away, you can pick up that there's probably some opposite personality traits going on. And so I was able to help this parent identify their personality, understand what their strengths were so they could gain confidence in that, but then also understand what some of their personal challenges might be. Then we went a step further to identify what their child's personality was, and their child tended to be an extrovert. So their child needed to be able to refresh, needed to be able to seek fun opportunities, needed to be out and about in order to experience things, and was typically very curious. And that child was going to keep trying to act out or maybe even do some ornery things in order to be noticed because those extroverts like to be noticed. And so they're willing to go to greater lengths, louder lengths, maybe even ornery lengths in order just to get the attention, which is one of their emotional needs. But when that parent can understand why that child was acting out, they were able to give them that attention in appropriate ways and the acting out behavior then decreased. Well, I have an interesting question. I mean, is it, sure. is it one or the other? Is it an extrovert, an introvert, or can it be a mixture of both? That's a very good question. I, you can actually be a combination of both if you are usually the combinations that we are. Let me back up and explain this a little bit better. Usually the combinations that we are, if you're to picture the quadrant again, would be two boxes that touch. So you could be some of both if you were one of the traits from the 
the top and one from the bottom, or if you were one from the side and one from the other side. So you could be part relationship focused, part task focused, or you could be part extrovert, part introvert. And in those ways, we would find people who say, well, I mean, it's kind of, you know, sometimes I like to be with other people and that is energizing, but I don't want that all the time. Sometimes I just want to be, you know, by myself. And so they're probably a combination of two personalities, one being extroverted, one being introverted. Why do, um, what is a personality trainer? What is that? What, what is that? What are a person that, that does training for personalities do? Well, we find people that are crabby and then we, no, no. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> we actually go out and we educate people on what the personality styles are. We help them understand that personality's strengths. We help them identify potential struggles. We also help them understand what the emotional needs of those particular personality styles are. We help them understand combinations of personalities. And then we give them a picture of what their personality might be like in a friendship or in a work setting or maybe with strangers like dealing with people in the community like the grumpy grocer. <laughs> people that we just work with out and about, we help them understand what those traits look like as a parent. We help them understand what those personalities might do in conflict or in learning situations. So like in the online course that I teach, I break down the different personalities of children and each module talks about different ways that that personality can be interacted with, whether it's in discipline or in the school setting or with friends or with community communication. And we break those all down to different modules. So as a personality trainer, you just really break down the pieces and help people understand themselves and others better. And then the combination and how they can bring out kind of their most effective communication, their most effective responses. Sometimes it's your most effective approach. You know, if you know that a certain, your child has a certain need, you can approach them with something that helps meet that need instead of confliction. Well, it's interesting. What kind of like an example I know a test or something you could figure out the person's personality. I mean, there's, you know, looking online, there's like a variety of them to, to look up, but what is one way of somebody going about like a test to figure out their personality? I have uh, some different tests. One that is part of my online course. Um, oftentimes you go through, you answer questions where you pick out words that describe you. I also have a part on my uh, personality assessment where it gives a situation and then you have four options. Say um, you've had a stressful week at work. What do you you do to re-energize yourself. And then there would be four different choices. And then you go through, you know, say the long form, which has like 25 of those, and you pick out which answer best describes you. Then at the end, there's a key that helps you see, you know, how many times did I pick this response or that response? And it helps you figure out which of those personality traits you answered most often. And then in a long form, you can usually find out your second as well. So that would be your primary personality as well as your secondary personality. It was always funny taking those kind of tests and it seemed like some of the questions always repeat themselves like they're trying to trick me or something. <laughs> they're trying to find validity, Joe. <laughs> they want to know if you thought that once, will you think it again? Or are you possibly one of those combinations where maybe it's sometimes but not all the time? So sometimes that we purposely throw things like that in just to kind of have some internal validity. 
Well, it's one thing of the interesting is your book, the one we would have talked about before. I don't know if you want to talk a little about that. Sure, you bet. It's called The Yuzu, and it's actually a children's personality assessment and a parenting resource. So the book is broken down into several areas. One part of that is an interactive story, and it's a story to be read with your child, and the parent and child read it together. It's about four monkeys in a zoo and different decisions that they make in the course of their day. So you read the story, and then at the end of each little vignette is a choice. You know, what what one monkey does, the second monkey, a third monkey, a fourth monkey. And then the child decides which monkey makes the decision that is closest to what they would do. So you read through the story, your child picking which monkey they're most like with each question. And then at the end of that, that's how you assess which monkey they were most like most often. And then each monkey relates to one of the four different personality styles. Then there's also a part in the book where the parent has an observation questionnaire and they go through and they pick answers for how they would typically observe their child to respond. And then it's really interesting to see um, if there is agreement between the way the parent sees the child and the way a child sees themselves. And I think it's, it's interesting to point out that oftentimes those two agree closely. If they don't, that's still something really good to work with because sometimes kids perceive in personalities that there is one that is more desirable than maybe the one that they really feel like they are. And I think that's a good time for us to open up some conversations and help our kids not only learn to like who they are, but have a level of acceptance and understanding and building confidence in who they are. It's interesting you're talking about that and we're talking about mentioning about your book and um and about, we talked a little before about parents and their personalities. If their parents are not really self-confident, um, not having, they're having their, um, say, own issues with their personality, how does that affect kids? I mean, I mean, in the long run. I think that's a good question. And I think it's it's one of those things that challenges us as parents to learn to be comfortable in our own skin because our kids watch us and we're modeling for them healthy self-acceptance and learning to understand, okay, this is my personality. These are the things that come easy for me. But maybe there are things that I need to learn that don't necessarily come easy. Those are the things that take practice. And then we purpose to practice those things. We purpose to grow in those areas. And I think it's important for our kids to see that, that there are certain things that come easy for us as parents. And even as parents, there's things we have to work a little bit harder at or challenge ourselves with. And I think it's healthy for our kids to see us work through that same process and model for them what that looks like. Yeah, have you seen like an example of um, parents, like we just talked about the question that's asked you about having difficult time with themselves and have you seen the repercussions with a kid? Yes, that's a great question. I remember talking with one mom one time who was struggling because she felt like her proper melancholic personality was just too serious. She she would get stuck worrying a lot and, and she felt like um, maybe she wasn't as fun as what she saw some of her other friends being and, and she wanted desperately to be be more outgoing. She wanted desperately to be one of those that could just kind of fly by the seat of her pants. And, and that was something that was really hard for her to accept about herself. Likewise, she had a child who shared that same personality and she was pushing her child to go into these situations and respond in ways that weren't natural for them. She wanted her child to go out there and be the extrovert, to go out there and, you know, make these decisions that were kind of fly by the seat of your pants. And she wasn't really thinking about that child comfort level. In her mind, she was 
thinking, I don't want my child to grow up and be like me. And I think what's important is to back up and say, now, wait a minute, every personality has positives. There is not one that's worse than another, not one that's better than another. And through some coaching, I could help her see some really positive aspects to her personality that she could help bring out in her child. And that if there were parts of her personality that had been struggles, what are some healthy ways to overcome those? And in healthy ways, she could help her child learn to grow in those areas as well, but not fight that and make them be something that they weren't, but work within who they really were created to be. I mean, the kids, and that's a good example, actually. I was thinking about that when you were talking about that is like a kid who's really shy and you want them to get them to, you know, be more, not not be introverted, but get them out there into the school, like ask questions, that's in the back of the room. Um, how would you like give some tips on that? Like maybe help the parent to encourage the kid to ask questions and not, and, and try to be more not say extrovert, extroverted, but try not be so shy. You know, I think that there's a couple things that come to mind. First of all, I think with a child who tends to be more extroverted, their first emotional need is that they really want to be understood. So I think that generates a lot of conversations. And, you know, how do you see yourself? And do you sometimes wish that you could talk more in a situation? Or if you find that you're not talking in a situation, what keeps you from talking? Or is there something that would make you more comfortable? to share your thoughts in a group. And when we really show that child that we're taking the time to understand where they're coming from, it helps us address the ways that we can help them learn and try things different. So maybe it would relate to, well, I don't speak up because I'm afraid of what people will think. And oftentimes for an introverted child, that feels like a really big fear. They don't want to talk and have somebody laugh at them. They don't want a chance knowing something, but not knowing it as well as somebody else. So it might be something as simple as, okay, today, what is one thing that you would like to share with your classmates? And then how about this? If you share that with your classmates at school, would you tell me about it at dinner? And then let's talk about how it went. And so making small challenges where they can go out and try something new. The second thing I would really encourage is kind of the play date situation where you invite a child in. And I cannot say enough, Joe, for game playing. Games give us such great opportunities with our kids. It sets up a natural role playing where our kids can learn invaluable things. So I would set up maybe something like a play date where where that child can have another child come in and interact with them as you play a game and give them the chance to take some safe risks while you're there to help navigate the responses. And then after that play date is done, talk about it. Talk about it with that child and say, hey, you know what? I saw you take a risk when you did X and look how well that went and help them build their confidence in those skills that you know tend to be challenging. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, that's a very good way of doing it. And it's very um, interesting to talk about. Um, One thing, what is your training you offer? What kind of training do you offer? For, for parents, you mean? Yes. Yes, you bet. Actually, the, the first thing I have is through the book. And for parents just to kind of learn about the system through the book, that would be kind of the basic level of training. Um, second of all, I have the online course. And it is broken down into being a six-week study or 11 modules. I know a lot of times parent free time comes in small snippets. <laughs> so I designed this online course so that parents could even do it in the middle of 
of the night when you have your quiet house or those 10 minutes. I tried to keep each module short so that parents could listen to them. I have a companion workbook that goes with the study and they can uh, download the companion workbook that fits and goes along with each lesson in each module and then kind of gives them some tips um, in both the course and the book on how different personalities work together. So that training can be through the book. It can be online. I also have on my website um, options for parent coaching where I can work with people and schedule sessions over the phone where we can do parent coaching. Where can they find you on that one? You bet. It's at parentingwithpersonality.com. I'll make sure the link's in the show notes. Um, wrapping up, I guess, final thoughts on um, being... Um parenting with personality what would you be what would you give the advice to a parent oh you bet you know it, it, that that is a great question joe because i think that parenting is one of the greatest joys and also one of the biggest challenges we face you'd probably agree with that yeah, <laughs> and i think it's so important first of all to know yourself and accept yourself be comfortable in your skin and when you do that I would encourage you to learn to parent even outside of what's comfortable to you in order that you can grow your children to be their best them. And I think that when we do that, we take some risks, we take some challenges on, but I think we help them learn to be the best form of them that they can be. And I think when we do that, we're being the best form of us that we can be. And so I think sometimes that's taking a risk to have some fun. Sometimes it's learning to be a little bit more productive. Sometimes it's learning to maybe, you know, how do we find some organization for our home or how do we instill some more peace in our home? And I think when we break those components down, we figure out what the kind of the complexion or the personality of our family is. You know, by the time you get parent personalities in there, you get each child's personality in there, there's a lot to address. And so I think the biggest key to parenting with personality is just to break it down and start approaching emotional needs. And I think when we target emotional needs, that gets to what really helps us form that connection and that lasting relationship with our child. Also, where they can connect you if they want to like ask more questions and reach out? You bet. I'm on social media under Parenting with Personality on Facebook, on Instagram, um, Pinterest. I am also on Twitter at Personality Mom, and people are more than welcome to get on ParentingWithPersonality.com. I have a contact form there if you have questions you want to send me. I always welcome that. Sometimes those questions are the springboards for future blog articles. So uh, I love to connect with people that way. And I know sometimes people just fire me questions via email, and I, I really do love to help answer those for people. Well, thank you, Jamie. All links will be in the show notes today. And I really want to say thank you very much for being on the podcast today. It was fun learning about the different personalities. Thank you. You bet. Thank you. Well, that's all I have this episode. I want to thank Jamie Kirkby for being the guest on the podcast. You can find more about her over at parentingmypersonality.com. You can find all the show notes and links to this episode over at nosittingonthesideline.com slash 64. Hey, please reach out, leave a comment, leave a question, or just want to say hello. It would be appreciated. At least, you know, say, hi, how you doing? What's up? How things are going? You can find more about me and all my social media contact links over at nocityonthesideline.com slash contact. But wrapping up, I guess, personalities are fascinating. It's always been fascinated with me trying to figure out, are you an introvert, extrovert? How it affects your life? How it affects your children's life? I mean, watching my son grow up is a pleasure and honor. You know, being a parent is, is you know, some people be like, oh man, you know, it's an honor. Believe me. Well, thank you for listening. Until next time, take care. God bless. Give your kids a hug. Tell them much you love them. Time goes by quick. Until next time, take care. God bless. See ya.
Thank you for listening to the podcast. Please subscribe to the newsletter to receive updates of the show and helpful and useful tips. This has been a production of Foley 42 Media.